Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Talk It Out. I'm Imani McGarrell, the Opinions Editor, and with me I have Brandon Sams and Mariana Castillo. This week we're talking it out about Edward Snowden and his recent appeal to seek asylum in Switzerland. Mariana, why don't you explain your point of view? Uh, I don't believe that he should continue to seek asylum and aid from other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what he did about leaking classified information to the U.S. government. I think he should be returning back to the United States uh, to face uh, the consequences that have come with his uh, so-called whistleblowing. And if he really believes in what he did, then he should come and face the charges that are being brought against him. Okay. Brandon, how about you? Um, my, my entire point is I get Mariana's uh, point of view, but um, Edward Snowden, he... he we have reason to believe that the justice system isn't exactly just in this country. Mm-hmm. And actually, he was quoted as saying, uh, talking to reporters, that he has lawyers and they're trying to ensure that the United States will give him a fair trial. Mm-hmm. And once they get that assurance, then he will gladly come back to the United States and face his charges. But as of now, they haven't assured him that he is going to get a fair and equal trial. So he has reason to believe with also other whistleblowers, such as Chelsea Mann, and mm-hmm. people like Julianne Assange dodging indictment uh, to believe that, you know, there's no justice in coming back to countries and facing charges of quote-unquote espionage mm-hmm. or um, whistle- whistleblowing in the good sense or things like treason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my first question before we get into the really deep stuff is do you guys feel like the term whistleblower has a good connotation or a bad? Um... I think it, in the right sense, it can be used in a good way. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, I feel like it's maybe, that term is just thrown around maybe a little loosely nowadays, um, because usually whistleblowers are people that are exposing what they think is like something is bad, is being done by like an evil corporation, and they need to let the people that are directly affected know Mm -hmm. immediately what is going on. And... I don't know if Snowden really classifies under that because it's not, it's kind of like saying, oh, America's doing evil stuff to you citizens. And I don't really know if that really qualifies in this case. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. what about you? I think whistleblowing uh, definitely has a positive connotation because uh, the, the term simply means that you're blowing the whistle on some injustice or some kind of some kind of overreach that you see happening. Um, when you look at people like Daniel Ellsberg, who was the journalist who um, who blew the whistle on the Pentagon Papers with the uh, Vietnam War, mm-hmm. and he he wasn't charged with any crimes. You know that that was he was doing good for the country. And when you look at Edward Snowden. He was he blew the whistle on the National Security Agency, and they have actively been violating the Fourth Amendment of mm-hmm. the Constitution, which says that American citizens have a right to not have their um, to be s- secure in their personal spaces, their homes, and with all of their belongings. Mm-hmm. Government doesn't have a right to violate their security. Mm-hmm. So the National Security Agency is actively violating the Fourth Amendment. So. He blew the whistle on this government overreach, which is obviously a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mariana, do you view the um, NSA's actions as an overreach or an injustice, like he was saying, or do you think it's just part of them doing their job? Um, I do feel like they were just doing part of their job because really their main point is to keep American citizens safe. Mm-hmm. And maybe 
some people will say that they definitely overstep their boundaries and like hacking in on phones but what a lot of people don't really realize is that their main target is not the average american citizen they're not looking in to listen in what you're talking to your mom about on the phone Mm -hmm. after school their main target is foreign nations and foreign enemies and so they're really not trying to invade our privacy necessarily it's just they're going to keep track of any suspicious behavior and that's for our benefit right um speaking of foreign um situations brandon and mariana's column she mentioned that um this whole incident kind of brings up a weak spot for us and that you know angela merkel um and the french president they both changed their passwords for fear and it kind of hurt our reputation with those foreign nations how do you think that plays into this whole snowden asylum thing um i i think that I understand that point of view. I can understand uh, critics who say that this has hurt America in the on the international stage because mm-hmm. of our allies and even um, our enemies, so to speak, quote unquote. Um, probably, especially more so with our allies, see us as like, okay, you exposed that America was, you know, looking in on people like Angela Merkel and Francois Holland. I mm-hmm. think was the French president. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely see that point of view, but at the same time, I think that it is important to uh, blow the whistle on those things because we've signed, signed international treaties with the with uh, and agreements with the UN and with other nations independently, where we gave them assurance that you know we weren't going to do things like this. So if we can't follow these treaties, if we're going to violate these treaties that we sign apparently as a nation, Mm -hmm. then I think that that should be brought to the forefront because if the American government is willing to overstep their boundaries with other nations and then collect metadata on hundreds of millions of American citizens, then it's just, there's clearly a, there's clearly a misstep there and it's important to uh, address these things so we can redress them later. You both um, mentioned in your columns sort of Snowden's loyalties and where do you think those lie? Mariana, do you think that his loyalties lie more to the Constitution as opposed or um, the NSA that he worked for? Um, definitely not to the NSA because he broke that code of like secrecy where mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed to talk about this kind of stuff with anyone. So I feel like he is I feel like his intentions were good. I don't think he was like, I hate America, so I'm just going to try to ruin it or something. Um, I think he was really just dealing with something that he didn't even really grasp how big of a deal this really was. And so I don't think that he's really the NSA. I think he's, I think he definitely just interpreted the Constitution to his being and his liking and his understanding. So, yeah. Do you think that he should have um, kept this information to himself or maybe even distributed it in a different way than just kind of, from what I understand, didn't he just kind of like, was like, here's everything. No. How did he do it? He, um, he apparently, according to uh, Glenn Greenwald, mm-hmm. who's a journalist for The Guardian, he says that um, Edward Snowden took months to meticulously look through all, because he... Um, gave them, The Guardian, thousands upon thousands of documents. Mm -hmm. So uh, Glenn Greenwald was like, he meticulously went through all of these documents to 
ensure that what he was giving away was not anything too confidential yeah. or too, too top secret. Oh, I didn't mean everything, like, everything our secrets, but, like, everything <laughs> he had found. Yeah, okay. so he meticulously looked through everything that he had found to yeah. make sure, like, okay, this is it pertinent uh, information for the American public, so mm-hmm. let me put this in the pile that I'm going to serve you. Okay, this is confidential um, in a way that isn't important to what the public should know, so I'm put this over here. The public doesn't need to know this. So he meticulously went through all of these documents to make sure that what was given to um, the journalist over at The Guardian mm-hmm. was information that he at least thought that the American public needed to know. Okay. Um, well, okay, so I guess my next question is, do you feel like this is information that we needed to know, or do you feel like he should have kept it in-house and been like, hey, you guys, what are you doing? Uh, I think we were better off not knowing because, I mean, it hasn't, anyone I know hasn't been, like, affected personally. Like, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to, like, start monitoring everything I say or text messages I send and all the emails. Like, everything kind of is, like, we put so much on our own social media. Like, we're not really about that much privacy anymore because we publicize our lives so much already. So I don't really think it was that big of a, oh, my gosh, like, we're turning into like a tyranny or something like the government's taking over so i don't think it really was necessary for us to know this okay how do you think brandon that things have changed with this new information that we all found out about the nsa um i actually kind of agree with mariana i don't think that it was um i don't think that it has really changed much as at at least for the average american citizen Mm -hmm. i don't think apparently not many people even know what's going on (laughs) um, with or who Edward Snowden is. Um, So I don't think that people are really changing their lives because of this, but I think that, um, you know, the the president, President Obama, he did um, do some changes to the NSA program um, due to these leaks, and then they had some hearings with Congress uh, the, the directors of the NSA, and there has been talks about um, the constitutionality of what they did, mm-hmm. like I said, violating the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution. So um, it's, it's definitely important in the legal sense and just uh, making sure that we stay true to the Constitution and what this country is founded on. But as for the everyday American citizen, I don't think that it's really anything that is very um, pertinent to their lives. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I don't want to sound like that kind of person, but if you're not doing anything bad, then you really don't have anything to worry about. And they collect hundreds of millions of data yeah. like, per day. So, <clears throat> Okay. Um, my last question is, do you, the both of you, think that he will be granted the asylum he's seeking in Switzerland? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you can go first. Okay. Um, I... I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he, he could, but like I included in my column, in order to um, to um, be granted a Swiss um, Swiss asylum, you have to appeal on Switzerland territory, mm-hmm. and Moscow isn't exactly Switzerland territory, so he's going to have to come out of um, his self-imposed exile and get to Switzerland in order to appeal for the asylum, in order to be granted the asylum. And I don't think that 
that would be wise for him to do. Yeah. So, like, unless he goes through, like, some underground railroad (laughs) kind of thing and makes his way there, secretly, I don't see it working out for him. Mm, Okay. What about you? Um, I think that these other countries are going to get kind of tired of housing and kind of hiding him. Like, I feel like Russia really only did it just to kind of, like poke fun at America being like haha look what we got you yeah. know we got something that you want and so I mean he could possibly get in Switzerland but again like Brandon said like him getting there is that's gonna be the interesting part and yeah. so I don't I don't really have much hope that he's actually gonna get there yeah so. yeah but there's also um because I know I uh, mentioned Julian Assange in my piece yeah and he was granted asylum by, I think, Ecuador, I believe, which okay. is in South America. And he actually stays at the Ecuadorian embassy, which is located in the United Kingdom. So, like, he's in, you know, a United States allied nation. Yeah. But he's on the Ecuadorian embassy, mm-hmm. so they can't extradite him. They can't arrest him. Um, so I think that that's interesting. So if you follow kind of what Julian Assange did, I think that he could weasel his way into some (laughs) place that will house him for a long time okay all right well that is all the time we have this week um if you have questions or comments you can tweet us at university start using the hashtag talk it out or leave us a comment on the site thanks for listening see you next time